You're listening to Cortez Community Radio, CKTZ 89.5 FM. I'm Dee Clark, and this is Cortez Currents, which you can also access in text form at cortezcurrents.ca. Noba Anderson was Cortez Island's longest-serving regional director. She was first elected in 2008 and stepped down this year in 2022. Noba agreed to do an exit interview with me in which she looks back on her life in local politics. Successes, challenges, regrets, hopes for the future. This is part two of a seven-part series of short segments airing at 3 p.m. weekdays on Cortez Currents. The topic of today's segment is the political life. How did she get into it? What are the rewards? And how does it feel to be getting out of it? Well, interestingly enough, it was actually community forestry in large part that brought me back to Cortez in my mid-20s, but I will save you that whole history of my involvement provincially with community forestry. In my teenagehood, a number of people had suggested that I should go into politics, and so I went to like the federal Canadian youth go look at the parliament in Ottawa and Mm -hmm. sat in on some legislature meetings and just went, God help me. Like there's no way. And when I went to university, I had some friends in political science and I just shook my head. Like why on earth would you do that? But local government wasn't on my radar at all. And I really prior to considering this job, I really took it upon myself to be in what at the time I considered community development. I, I did a degree in international development and spent a couple of years abroad and realized that I just didn't have any agency or right to be working abroad. It didn't feel a good fit to me. And I came home and worked in community forestry matters around BC with nonprofit and ended up coming home and was the executive director of the Cortez Ecoforestry Society at the time here. And so a couple years into elected office, I realized in many ways this was the natural extension of that, was community development at its core. It's a community service, how to be in service to one's community, advocating to external, working internally. This is the only job on the island that has a paycheck and no job description a paycheck and no ongoing infinite to-do list and so what I've done is I've taken that liberty to make myself available to support new emergent opportunities that need incubation and need support internally so the housing society the economic development association the the community foundation. There's been various things that, of course, took so many people to make happen, but wouldn't have got off the ground if it weren't for somebody available with paid time to support those things emerging and finding their feet. When it came to the proposed logging on Mosaic or Island Timberlands private lands, it was another one of those opportunities where there wasn't a specific organization that would naturally take a leadership role in liaising between the community's interests and this outside player who clearly owns a lot of property here 
and has a lot of interest here. And so it was another one of those moments of having a paycheck and not having a full plate all the time that allowed me to be opportunistic in stepping into what I clearly saw as a need to communicate between the island and and Mosaic. And so I spent a lot of time this spring, actually, working with various nonprofits on the island uh, to try to determine who might take a leadership role in trying to find an alternative to the conventional logging approach that Mosaic was interested in taking and sussing out potential external partners and potential funding opportunities because for decades there's been a dream here to actually have all of the forest land base in community control in some manner. And so the idea again emerged as it has over and over and over to figure out how to ultimately probably purchase now the Mosaic land base for a very, very large price tag. And so I was able to spend a bunch of time in my regional director role, although it will never hit the the regional district board per se, but in that community leadership, community convening space that I've often stepped into of hosting community meetings, community gatherings to elicit a level of collective intelligence and collective will from this island and then helping to communicate that to to Mosaic, to the, the third party. And then, as I said, you know, working with nonprofits and external partners to potentially pull an investigation of, of purchase together. So the Community Foundation has stepped into a provisional role of being willing to take a, an initial look at the viability and the recommendability, I suppose, of purchasing these lands and has engaged somebody to do that work with a lot of potential external partner support. So, yeah, that's the kind of thing that has been such a joy in this role to have the social license to be opportunistic and convene much needed conversations on the behalf of the community well-being. So this job has given me a megaphone and social license and social credibility to work on our collective behalf for us in a way that I don't know my predecessors have done. And it it also has, the the job has grown a lot over the years. I mean, when I talked to Bruce Ellingson, who was one of our first regional directors, and he didn't put more than a handful of hours a month into the job. He'd, he'd receive his package in the mail with his agendas and go to town once a month to a meeting. And his job more was when he worked with the, the Ratepayers Association here. I mean, that probably took more time than than his actually role as regional director. And then over the years, the pay increased and the responsibility increased and the expectation of the constituents increased to the point where it's, I wouldn't say it's a full-time job year-round, but it can be a full-time job at times, absolutely. And you're, you're always on in a way that directors were not always on 30 years ago. So it has naturally evolved over time. And And I've just taken a perspective about really supporting our internal well-being more than being the the link to external organizations when I found that those levers just didn't attach to much. I found the politics in politics difficult. (laughs) You know, I've had some of my strongest critics here say, well, you're a politician, what do you expect, you know? But there's a level of... I scratch your back, you scratch mine, that is so commonplace and expected and vote swapping and that I just basically refuse to play. And I think that is ultimately what 
what started my my difficulties at the regional district. I'm just basically not willing to compromise my moral integrity enough to play the politics that politics demands. And and that's ultimately why I became so ostracized, I believe. You know, I was wondering after 14 years, were you also starting to feel a little tired? I mean, the routine, the meetings, the paperwork, the the sense that you mentioned that the levers are just not as long or as powerful as you had hoped when you first started. If the job was just the Cortez component of it, I would have done it forever. The honor to serve here is is grand. But you're right that after this length of time and seeing how slow things work in government, I'm not interested in, in being in that role anymore. And if it was functional, like truly functional, and even if there was a level of toxicity still, but it was functional, I probably would have stayed. But what I've discovered is that the system isn't very functional. And then you add on top of that sort of the unpleasantness of it all. And I'm going to find something to do in my life now that is more generative, that is more love-filled, that is more positive and and creative that's that's really what I'm calling into my life and if I can find a way of continuing to do that in part in this island that I love I'll do that do you feel like taking off that regional director hat will in any way expand the horizon of what you're able to do or to imagine doing banking on it (laughs) I mean I've seen I have two rural colleagues Jim Abram has been in the job I think for almost 40 years and 35 plus anyway and Brenda Lee has been at it for 31 I think and and I see how people can get stuck and how people can feel like they can't reimagine themselves in their community other than in that role and I can see how communities can't reimagine somebody else doing the job either and I I can feel how that happens and I don't want to get stuck and I don't want this community to get stuck thinking I'm the only one that can do it because that's certainly not the case so, yeah, I'm I'm hoping that I'm putting down a relatively limited tool set and opening the door for for new ones, expanded ones. Well, that was part 2 of a conversation with Nova Anderson, a retrospective of her 14-year run as regional director for Cortez. Tune in weekdays at 3 p.m. for the rest of the series or visit cortezcurrents.ca for the text version with podcasts. Just a reminder, the views and opinions heard on this program are not endorsed by Cortez Community Radio, its board, its staff, its membership, or any granting agency, but are those of the writer, producer, and guests. As always, thanks for listening.